Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, hello, everybody. It is Forbes Riley, and we are, in fact, live on many platforms. You know, this is the joy of having ADD, is I can do six things at once. Yes! So we're on Voice America Live. I'm on my Facebook fan page to a mere 1.8 million people. And then my favorite new platform is Clubhouse. I'm hanging out with Alex, which is crazy that I can't get to talk to him. But uh, you guys get to listen for a little bit, ask some questions. I have some wonderful guests. And what is it that Forbes wants to focus on today? How about just how many hours I'm spending on Clubhouse? Let's start with the fact that I just don't want to sleep anymore because every time I do, I feel like I'm missing something. And you know what? It's called the FOMO generation, fear of missing out. And I am. I did miss Jamie Foxx for two, the two hours that I wasn't there. Jamie was doing his thing live. Uh, Katie Kirk was on the other day. I missed her. Come on, guys. I'm on Clubhouse like 85 hours a week, and I still miss these people. Hello. Uh, <laughs> but I will tell you that something's changed for me in the last, I want to say, 90 days. In fact, everything's changed. I'm profoundly happier than I've ever been. Um, and I think it's because I am now listening to people's hearts. I'm hearing love and gratitude and reciprocity and people edifying each other. I'm hearing questions from people that would have never, ever, ever had a voice to elevate up and ask for help, ask to promote what they do. Uh, certainly, I love when people come to my pitch class because I personally cannot, I can't tolerate, not terrible, I cannot tolerate a bad pitch. And yesterday, one of my students said something to me that I think I've been wanting to hear for a decade. And she said, I get it. She said, pitch is every word that comes out of your mouth, isn't it? She said, pitch is how you talk to your husband. Pitch is how you talk to your kids. Pitch is how you talk to yourself. And that for me was a moment of clarity that I'm gonna, I'm working on kicking that piece of video out because while I'm the ultimate pitch queen and I've sold a little over two and a half billion dollars, keep your fingers crossed. I think I just closed my 193rd infomercial shooting next week and is fitness, which is even amazing because I have a birthday coming up. And I guess, you know, if you're not transparent about this, because I could go, oh, I don't want to talk about my age. I'm going to talk about my age. I actually don't really like hearing me say it because I think it, it brings up all of these images. In about a month and a week, I turned 61. What? <laughs> I don't even know that number just free. It's like, that's an old lady, damn it. But it's not because it's me. So I'm gonna say that maybe my driver's license lied. No, that's not true. But then I look at the fact that I'm in love with a 43 year old man who I think I hold my own, even though he's a fitness superstar and that's his abs and that's his ass. And yeah, he's pretty hard. Well, yeah, he's a pretty good looking, amazing man. And I sort of hold my own and my twins are 18. So if I wanna be 22 or 42, I can. I actually wake up in the morning going, I'm 42, I'm 42. And then I realized, wow, at 42, that was two decades ago. Life is fascinating. 
And I, I know that I've got a ticket on it. Uh, we all do on the ride. I don't know if you get to renew the ticket. I don't know if it's a recycled ticket. I don't really know all, and I don't pretend to know any of those things. What I do know, if this is all I've got right now, and I, you know what I do know? My, both my parents passed away 20 some odd years ago. I had one phone number growing up my entire life. They're dead for 20 years. Every once in a while, I pick up the phone and I call the phone number. I don't know what I'm expecting. <laughs> I don't know what I'm expecting. Usually I get somebody going, they don't live there. Get over it. They're dead. I'm like, whoa, that was weird. That's not what I expected. Could you be nicer? <laughs> but if this is the one road that you get, how wonderful can you make it? And I'm a very different person than I was 20 years ago. And this is why I'm compelled on an almost daily basis to jump on to Clubhouse, to jump onto the radio and share some of my insight, my wisdom, which you, you get wisdom by the fact that you turn a certain age, I think. There's some people born with wisdom a lot earlier. It took me a long time to get any of it. And now I'm on a mission to share what I can. Um, to that end, I teach. I teach on Sundays since COVID in July. Every Sunday I'm there for two hours, teaching my little heart out about how to pitch, why to pitch. I listen to people tell their stories. I push people's buttons. You know, my grandmother was 96 when she died. She was kind of a mean lady. You know how mean she was? I didn't meet her until she was 92. Yeah, she and my mom had this little grudge thing. Imagine not meeting your grandmother until she's 92. Yeah, that's a tough woman. And when I did meet her, she had lost all sense of editorialism. If you were fat, she'd tell you right to your face. If you didn't like your nose, man, that nose on your face, that, she would just tell you to the point she could embarrass me. I, I would just go out to eat at a restaurant just to see how quickly she could embarrass the waiter, myself, and people all around us because she also said those things so loud that everyone had to hear her opinion. And then I concluded that in my 20s, and maybe you're like me, I was worried what everybody would say. So I'm like, well, so in your 20s, you really care. Your 90s, you don't give up whatever. In the middle here, you start to lose that sense of, maybe I don't really care what other people think. I'm gonna give my best advice, my best opinion, take it for what it's worth. And I've been a little vocal about that lately. People seem to like it. However, I'm gonna share something with you. People don't like pushy women. They really don't. I, I, am I pushy? I'm from New York. I don't have a chance. Of course, I'm pushy. Culturally, I'm pushy. I'm pushy. But I'm not pushy. I'm not mean. But I'm a little aggressive. I've been told that lately. And I guess if I came from somewhere in the South, you know, I was in the Miss Teenage America pageant. I was 16 years old in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1976. They all looked at me and go, y'all have the funniest accent I ever heard. Like, what the freak you talking about? I never accent. This is the way we all talk where I come from. Like, what's the problem? I didn't win Miss Congeniality. I didn't win mention of anything that week. I was made fun of and made to feel very bad. And so part of my mission on this planet is to embrace people, to not make them feel bad for being different. Uh, for, I just don't. So I may be loud and brash, but I got a really, really big heart. So feel free to reach out to me if you're here listening on Clubhouse. You guys know who you are. If you're on Facebook, you know who you are. And I'm going to introduce one of... Let's say one of the more unusual couples I've ever met. Yes, they're unusual because they're both very smart. They're, usually you find a yin and a yang. There are a lot of yang-yang. They're both very smart. They really want to help. And they like really hanging out together. It's the most unusual. And they seem to be very much in love, which is crazy. And then, this is what's cool about them too, is that they are as qualified as any coaches I've ever seen but they opted in to take a training with me. They've opted in to take your training with another mentor that I know. 
they are the epitome of what you want to be as a coach, that you are always open to continually learning and getting better. And with, it's my great honor and pride to introduce you guys to Shank Shank. Ah! I can't believe I did that. To Sharon. And thank you all. Wow. All right. Did I make you guys laugh? Forbes, but you know, if you were the first, uh, if only you were the first, only, you are not the first. We have, we've been shanking Heron for Decades. 30 years <laughs> this July 21st. Wow, that's really funny. Um, yes, it is Sharon with a Y and Hank with, I don't know why. <laughs> There's a Y on his last name. All right, so I've dedicated this show to you guys. Uh, you are, in fact, students of mine. You came to one of those $19 classes. Uh-huh. What made you, before we get into who you are, let's talk about me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what made you want to hang out with Forbes Riley? Well, do you want to go first? It's kind of like what you said, right? Coaches need coaches. Doctors need doctors. We, we, are, we don't have the corner market on things that we need to know. We don't even know the things that we need to know. And you are at, you've gotten to a level that's beyond where we've gotten, where we aspire to be. We want to learn from those that have gone where we want to go. And what do we need to know that we don't even know we need to know? Don't you that's love that? That is it. Now, by the way, your microphone's a little muffled. I'm not quite sure if there's anything that you can do to tweak that. I know that we go out to a mic. Unfortunately not. We'll try, I'll, we'll try to speak a little softer, but that might help. Um, uh, the the device we usually use for this died, uh, and so we are making do. Ah, all right, I got that. All you, right. know, you 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 don't panic. Uh, you unplug the device that just died. You bring in the backup device, and you move on. What what else are you gonna do? And as and now we all know that I'm totally cool with that. <clears throat> so Hank, you are also a very confident, amazing coach, and yet you put up with me for all my training. What was the inspiration behind that? Because I'll tell you what, it's very fun when you, you're definitely a student, and then when there's a moment, you definitely put the teacher hat on because I love your input. And you know, I'm very interactive. So how's the journey been for you? It's been a lot of fun. Another way that, that we had put it, one of the reasons that we joined in is that the same thing we teach to all of our coaching clients, all of us as entrepreneurs, we all have blinders on. We're looking where we want to go, but there's all sorts of other things going on. And we went into your class. It's like, let's see what blinders we can take off. And right from the very beginning, she looks at, <laughs> she looks at our background. It's like, are you kidding? <laughs> and I think you were nicer than, no, yeah, it was exactly, it was like, yeah. So you were saying, what are you trying to do there? And who's your audience? It was like, you know, you're right. So, uh, that night we made the switch. This this isn't a Zoom background. It's a, it's a black background. We also have the green and the white. But made a switch because if you're coachable, and we always ask them when someone asks a question of us, you know they'll come to to one of our thirty minute free marketing you know consultations. The first question I ask is, are you coachable? Which is another way of saying, can you hear the truth? And you're a truth teller. So if does anyone ever say they're not, does anyone ever actually say they're not coachable? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have had a few, in which case we're like, okay, well then you're fine. You look great. Everything's <laughs> wonderful. Wow. I mean, that would be an odd statement to say to somebody, okay, I'm not coachable. I don't want anything, but I will tell you people sometimes aren't. Uh, and now I've gotten to a point in my personal life where I have the mottos that I live by. One is you get what you tolerate. And I tell people, very clearly now, write the word surrender at the top of the page when you're working with me. 
You don't have to give up, but you got to give in to whatever it is I'm doing. I really don't like hearing, well, my other coach says this. I'm like, okay, go when you're done with them, then come over on my boat, but don't try to be in two boats at the same time because your butt cracks. <laughs> yes, it does. That's a, a marvelous way of putting that. Yeah, well, there you go. I just made that one up for you guys. Wow. Uh, yeah, that, so that's a writer downer? Uh, probably, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know if I ever did. <laughs> that's not All going right. to be in the next book. Okay. So what I would love to hear from you guys, and, and just be mindful, there's a little bit of weird tonality. If you're listening on Voice America, uh, their voice, their, uh, their mic, one more mic broke, and they're doing the best they can. So, um, Hank, how did you start wanting to be a coach in this industry? Actually, it goes back a lot further than that. Uh, I was one of those kids in Little League that listened to uh, Vin Scully every night and the Dodger baseball games. And in Little League, I thought I could coach the team better than, than the adults that were doing it. So for me, coaching started a long time ago. Uh, in, in fact, um, it's, it's almost embarrassing to say, but, but I was on a team that lost nine games in a row by one run, and I came out of the dugout, and my bat, I just hit the, the bench. And that might have been okay, except my dad was on the other side of the, the fence. And he said, Henry, which made me know I was in trouble. Um, if you, perhaps you could listen and, and decide, make your game better. So it started a long time ago. And then I watched my parents uh, each worked for, they each had a job, but then they had their own part-time business. So I watched them develop their dreams. And it, it just seemed in, in every place I went, I wanted to try and make an organization better or it just kind of worked. And it fell into, uh, because I owned a promotional product company and, I, and one of my clients said, you know, you're selling us this, these trade show things. Can you teach my people how to use them? And, and it, oh. just, it just went from there. Interesting. And Sharon? I started as a teacher. So for me, it was, this was just a natural progression right now, instead of teaching K through 12 severely emotionally disturbed kids. Now I'm teaching entrepreneurs how to make their lives better. So it just was an easy, natural progression. How long have you guys been together? Not long enough. <laughs> oh, oh, this is, this is what I've been listening to for weeks here. I'm looking at them and I'm just like oozing. They really just, you guys adore each other. That's such a nice answer. I was, I was modeled. My parents were high school sweethearts. I mean, I, I had really good modeling. I did not. And, <laughs> you know, well, your mom's awesome. My mom is awesome, but not as a couple. Yeah. I would, I love my mom. I would not want to be in relationship, though. That, that, yeah. No. So, <laughs> so you know, my, go, go back. All right. So, guys, we're going to we have a break in three minutes. So, we're going to break this up into a little bit of what it is they do and how uh, they serve entrepreneurs, because that's a lot of my audience. But the other side of that that I'm very passionately committed to is that your home life and the quality of the relationship, how you communicate, you guys really do seem beautifully happy. And there must be some secret because I had parents that were, you know, together too, but somehow the lessons, you know? So I'd like to learn some of those. And, uh, and then we'll take some Q&A from our audience and we'll learn not only how do you get to be a better person, a better couple, a better entrepreneur, possibly a coach, and then how do you make it onto the stage on my show? <laughs> All right, uh, we do have three minutes though. So Hank, what's one of the biggest things that you tell entrepreneurs they need to learn and master? You know, there, there's this myth in marketing that everybody is our customer. 
and, and you have to be able to figure out who do you serve the best and using demographics and psychographics and, and, and your heart, who do you serve and who you're, you're going to be in business for X amount of years, play with the ones you love. And, and let's, and on the, the other part of that, the first question we ask all of our clients is what do you want your life to look like? And let's make your business serve your life instead of the other way around. You've done that. I've done, well, I'll tell you what, yes, I have. I've worked very hard to make that make sense, but I don't think a lot of people understand what we're talking about. Or, and if they do, they have no idea how to make it happen. That's well, why so we're here. Well, yeah. look, we, we lived in Los Angeles and traffic, you know, traffic was what it was. And, and at one point we looked at, we kept, we started visiting Sedona and we thought, you know, we could do what we do in Sedona. So we decided to make our life you know, serve our business, you know, our business serve our life. And we just moved it here. Well, you so, know, it's funny. That's what I did with my twins. I remember when my kids were little that Demi Moore had taken her three girls up to North Dakota at the height of her career. And I thought, why would you do that? And it resonated when I had my kids, and I was living in Los Angeles and the values were not what I wanted little kids to know. And there, a lot of them were all screwed up. I said, we have to go somewhere. Where, like where I grew up. And that's how I ended up in Florida. There's water here, there's beaches, there's a small community. And I like the values of a small town. So that's actually a very smart, wise idea. Hmm. Well, understand that but before we even got married, we went into counseling. Because, you know, you for did? communication. Yeah, for communication. And You're like the uh, ultimate coach. That's such a cool thing. I did not know you could do that. Oh, yeah. You can. We, and yeah, and I'll, share you, I'll share with you one of the, the thing that has served us for 30 years, <laughs> um, it, you, our, our number one cause of fight was the, because the other person didn't hear us and we thought they weren't paying attention. Or they so, were ignoring us. So now if one of us asks a question and the other one doesn't hear it, we know nothing's coming. But if one of us hears it needs to take a moment to think, we say, thinking, thinking, and then we know I was heard and they're going to get, and the other one's going to get back to me. And that, that ended almost every, you know, the entire challenge is communication. And, it, and it's generalized to, to working with clients and being on Zoom and on the phone, right? If someone asks a question, we have to, they have to know that we heard you, but we're thinking. Yeah. So that's interesting. All right, so we have, I'm having a little issue in my relationship where one, where, where he wants to love on me all the time. I like the worst thing that could happen, but I'm focused on my business and I don't like to stop. And, and when we come back, you'll find out how this is working out for us because I've got this wonderful man that I've worked my whole life for, but I'm also working. And, and he gets, he's like, oh, you don't make time for me. And I'm like, now I don't know what to do here. I love you too much. All right, we'll find out this Forbes Riley's relationship with Joshua continue right after this message. <laughs> Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. 
The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, everybody. We are having a very cool in-depth coach to coach to coach. <laughs> I want to go business first because I want to go coach um, about this beautiful couple named Shank and Heron. No, actually, we're Sharon and Hank. And no, yeah, I know. They've heard this their whole lives. Um, real quick, how did you guys meet? We met at Temple. Yeah, it was Friday. Really? So, so let, let, let me back it up a little. Um, we had both gotten out of relationships and we both joined, we both listened to our mothers. At least I listened to my mother, go find a nice Jewish girl at Temple. So I joined a Temple. Uh, and we were two of the only singles in a very small Temple. It was Friday night after services. And I asked the cantor, who was the hot chick in the brown pants with the great ass? And Cantor you said that to the, you said that with, you said that really? Wow. Yes, I did. I want to go. The Cantor, the Cantor, she's, she's lovely. And we became instant friends and she walked me up and introduced me to, to Sharon. We are still wow. how, how long ago was yeah. that? Uh, let's see. Married 30. So 30. Yeah. Just August will be 33 years. Yeah. What is it that makes the relationship so yummy? I mean, if you guys, if you can't physically see them, <laughs> Every time I work with them, they're always sitting next to each other. They see the nicest things. They just really enjoy each other's company. I, I have a theory about what it is, but what do you think it is? I think it is a, a mutual respect. That's and and we have both, <laughs> we both found a best friend. That was exactly what I think of the word respect. It just oozes all over you guys. But when, now when you see other people, do you not see that they have respect for each other? What do you think is missing in most couples? Um. Mm. You know, I don't know about most. I would say what we see is too many couples. They, they, they see the sitcoms that are happening on, on television and the way that the, the men and women interact and that, that biting sarcasm, that, that, that they're playful and, and funny in a sitcom. But then they try to translate that to their life and their relationship. And it, it doesn't translate well in real life. It feels more biting and 
it doesn't feel loving. And to so me, not- watching the monsters growing up is probably was not a good role model. <laughs> I, well, wait a minute. I like Natasha and Gomez. I, I, thought that, I watched them oh. the today. They were awesome. Uh, we, we were at an event where we were speaking in front of a couple of hundred people and another couple was, gonna, was going up two in front of us. And they looked at me and said, any tips? I said, be really nice. Don't be sarcastic because it, they play. They're, we know, if you know the couple, you know they're, they're, they're totally in love, but on stage they... One would say, I'm the smart one. And one would say, you know, and I'm the good looking one. And I watched the audience just kind of mouths drop. And it completely wow. reinforced that on stage is not the place to. No, if you're to, having an issue, leave it off stage. Yeah. And don't be the Bickersons on stage. It just doesn't play well to the audience. In a business coaching, right? Maybe in something else it would work, but in a business coaching it. Play yeah, well. we're not Burns and Allen. <laughs> Wait, Forbes will get that. Half the audience will. Uh, yeah, I, I got it. And uh, we're, not not we're not, yeah, we're more Ozzy and Harriet than Burns and Allen. Well, if you want to uh, well, well, I, I do get it. And actually, it's fun to hang out with both of you because I love seeing, I love seeing the relationship. Let's talk about how you guys work together. You're called America's what? Number one coaching team for small business owners. America's number one small business coaching team. I love that. We earned that. We competed for that. <laughs> you competed for that? We With did. Your wow. All right. So, yeah, we're, we're proud of that. Uh, how, does, how do we work? You know, we, we each have a lane. Uh, if, it's, if it's HR, it's, it's 90% <laughs> Sharon unless it's HR with sales. Uh, if it's messaging, it's mostly me. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's online stuff, we kind of share it. Uh, if it's a business system, you know, back of the house, it's, it's Sharon because <laughs> she, she's run businesses. You know, she was at the HR director for a, a an international uh, post-production company. So we know to stay in our lane and we know when we, when we are both on the call with a client that we're going to share it. All right, let's get some actionable nuggets here. I'm going to call you guys. Uh, I've got a small business. Hi, Sharon and Hank. Uh, I would like to, um, I heard about you guys are great coaches. Can you help me? No, no, let's talk. (laughs) Okay, let's talk. What do we start talking about? Tell us a little bit about you and about your business. Uh, I run a coaching business. I talk about pitching and I've got a lot of clients, but I'd like to expand or scale or I'm not sure. I would like to just go to my next level. Okay. Uh, normally, uh, what would have happened, you, you've already gone probably to how to get there faster. That, that's our, the link where someone goes, you know, they go to howtogettherefaster.com. They've answered a couple of questions and now we're on the phone with you. So oh, no, we, go back, go back. Because I actually want to take people through, this is the valuable part of what we do. So how to go there faster. What kind of questions do you ask? How to, how to, get, how to get there faster. And there, there are questions like, do you have offers do you, do you have offers that you know you can, uh, you can make? Um, are you ready to, to make your business go forward? One of the questions is, you know, you have to look inside yourself. Are you ready to go where a coach is going to take you? Because a lot of the things we're going to do are going to make you a little uncomfortable. Heck, in, your classes, in your classes, <laughs> we see a lot of people get uncomfortable. Heck, I got uncomfortable. <laughs> well, because let's get real. Uncomfortable is how you grow. Um, yeah. That is that is part of life. So I'm really, all right. So actually, I'll actually play a real, can I play a real scenario with you in the hopes of shedding some light for other people? We've sure. actually hit a wall. 
Uh, we've got lots of leads coming in and lots of clients, but we're not growing the infrastructure of our business. Uh, one of my shortcomings is managing people and, and building that from that side of the business. What would you suggest? What, where's the pain point? Where's the, what's the struggle? Uh, it actually is everything infrastructure-wise from answering all the emails to the 9,000 DMs that are coming in on Instagram to keeping the schedule and just being everything that I, I'm the front person, someone's running my back back office and missing an operations person. Yeah, you're, you're, you are really great at filling the top of your funnel. Yes. And, and that, which, which is a struggle for most people. So that, that, <laughs> that's great. You wouldn't touch that. Uh, but, there, but there is, there, you, there has to be an admin that gets you that can start to learn your words so that some of those direct messages, um, they, they have to be able to say, is this one for Forbes or is this one I can handle? You know, that's, that's usually an online business manager. So if you haven't looked at an online business, that's, that's the actual title for that role, online business manager. If you haven't OBM. looked at that, I would, yeah. So this is actually very it. helpful for people to hear, an OBM. Yes. When you Melody Lee in what is San it? Francisco. That's who you should talk to. Wait, say again? What'd you say? Melody Lee in San Francisco. That's that's the one you should talk to. If that's a real person that you love, I'm very open at this moment. How would you describe an OBM to people who are maybe in a similar situation to me? So I, I actually played that role um, in the transition from having um, a, a, a job, right, where I was the office and HR manager, to being a coach partner with Hank. I we actually, I actually played that role for a client of his. It's how we realized that we actually work really well together besides being married. Um, so what, what I did for, for Kay is I, I had her calendar. I had access to her email. I, I actually had access to everything um, so much so that I actually still do. I no longer work for Kay. We, we became really good friends and I still have her backup. If God forbid something would happen to her, um, I still have access to her calendar, I know where she is. Her kids can call me and go, mom's missing, where is she? So I, it's the person that handles that and it's in her voice, totally in her voice. I could answer her emails. And in fact, what I would do um, is I would see her email, I would answer the email as if I was Kay. You know what, this is a great question for my office manager. So I'm going to forward your email. I'm blind copying. I'm going to copy, not blind copy. Sorry. I'm going to copy my office manager, Sharon, and she's going to answer you. And then I would go into my email and I would answer in my voice. Um, oh, I have to hire a schizophrenic with multiple personalities. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Not my best one, but it was a joke. Well, wait, hang on a second. So I'm going to go back here for a second. You are very qualified. You are very nice. and You're very wonderful. Is that typical of the online business managers that you've ever met? Um, Sharon, yes. Yeah, the ones you that guys I, are lying. You told you see their faces. They're lying. You totally lied. Sharon, no, Sharon. I had to think about it. But yeah. the ones I know, yeah, that's the good ones. I mean, yeah, there are some yeah. that are snarky and obnoxious, and yes, those absolutely. aren't the ones to hire. Them. Don't hire them. You want the ones that are more mom. They okay. they, they treat, your, they treat yeah. your business as if your business was one of their kids, and they're they're the mom you know, the mom role, making sure that everyone is at practice at the right time and making sure that, you know, the phone calls are, are gotten to the right people. Uh, they're, they're kind of a traffic cop and mom at the same time. They're comfortable hurting the cats. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, now I'm really a little jealous that you have her and I don't. I want Sharon. <laughs> Move over. We could be a very cute couple, you and I. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I, I, I will say 
I married up. Uh, I, I married up and I have the best partner in the world. It, it is it is amazing. Forbes, I haven't written a check in forever. I don't <laughs> even know where the checkbook is. <laughs> I could tell you. Interesting, you interesting, nice. All right. Well, so that's what I'm going to go look for. I, I, I'm, I'm going to assume that other people have this situation. It's, now, it's yeah. different than a virtual assistant. It's a level up. Yeah, I'm hearing that. Yeah, so people with days, this, this is not the same level. I've been very gun shy because maybe I haven't hired the right people. Did she manage you? In the, how did she onboard you so that you learned to speak in her voice? She, she didn't. Uh, honestly, right? Full transparency, I don't know how else to answer you. She did not. Um, I learned her voice seriously by sitting in her office with her. When, when, um, when we started... We were both in Los Angeles. Uh, she had some other disjointed team members. Part of why she brought me on was to help with those disjoint, right? Because I have an HR background. Um, so I sat in her office. I mean, it, we were we were desk to desk with a pathway in between for the, her dogs. And a dog on Sharon's well, No, and actually, okay, so this is valid because I always say to my team members, I want you to, everyone now is virtual. I actually would like someone in my space because I think that's, there's something important about that. There is so at least a, at least a start. Now she did move to Texas, and now right. I could no longer do that. So we did the virtual thing. But by then we already had that foundation of what it was like to hear her on the phone, to hear her talk about how should I answer this email. Right? I got that process before I was there to do her voice. And the other part of it, Forbes, are you a little coachable? Oh yeah, go ahead. Cool. Um, your your manager is probably not going to have be able to have more many more clients than you oh i i agree no actually and that, you, you're right and that's exactly and that's not coachable that's actually very true i really do want someone who's devoted to what we're doing because i'm pretty busy and, and and understand that that there are i think it's going to be pretty easy to figure out in your business where those messages go there, there's the direct messages i want to pitch you something there's the direct message, I want more information about your Sunday class, where for $19, I can sit in for two hours and have Forbes teach me the pitch. Um, there are those that will have been to that, the $19 class that now want to take your two next level courses. Now those, they'll probably want to hand to you for you to take, you know, because to see if they're going to be in the class right. and, and how that's going to be answered. And the ones that are, are no, go one direction. The ones that are yes, you're going to handle. And so it, it's really a funnel and just know that person is going to learn to direct all of your funnels and which funnels go directly to Forbes. I think what it comes down to is just by me. I, I just need Mary Poppins. I need Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh is she available? <laughs> oh my gosh, practically perfect in every way. That would yes. be, oh. You know, I, it's, Mary it's so funny. <laughs> I, I know, I'm, trust me, I'm looking at Mary Poppins meets uh meets every yes yes congratulations hank for finding mary poppins uh, and everyone is saying hey, what a lovely team you guys really are by the way you know in the same world i'm very lucky i mean i have a teammate of mine who's a little bit younger than me who's extraordinary at her job yeah, yeah. and if i you know it's funny my mom used to make me and my sister feel bad she always would say to us i always wanted four kids i'm like yeah but you only had two can you are you happy because <laughs> this is what you want the other day when I was looking at my daughter who works in my company and my son who kind of doesn't really, and I'm like, 
huh, maybe I should have gone with the second set of twins just in case. More, <laughs> it's too late to do that now. But man, had I known you could recruit them, isn't that why they had baby, lots of babies in the old days? Put them out to the field to work. We need more babies. My, my, mom, my mom used to call Sharon the daughter she never had. And I, I did have a sister. So, um, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that went over well. My mom fell instantly in love, and that was kind of... It was mutual. Yeah, it, it was... I had the best oh. in-laws ever, and I we're sad every day that they're not still with us and get to see this. And we actually, we in some ways, we do live with them because we do have their... A lot of their furniture is here, and we do in some ways get to live with them, but I, it is I've, too bad that they... I've got some of my dad's... Them. I have some of my dad's textbook from college, like his pharmacological books. I, I've got... They're in this... <laughs> they're in our studio. They're right on the on the shelf over there. You guys are adorable. I want, I want, their next book is called The Recipe for Being Adorable. Um, it's, it's partners in everything. Your guide to running your uh, successful business together without ruining your life or without killing each other. We're not sure what the last part of that is going to be. Uh, like and, and the challenge is we're, we're looking for couples in business, and, and it could be you and your daughter, um, that we can interview because we know that how we run our business. It works for us, but it may not work for everyone. And, and yeah. you know, we've written, we've written six other um, best-selling books, just us. But this book feels like it needs to have more voices than just us. We, we, we haven't talked about this book. Uh, Sally is offering to get, she wants you to adopt her. Uh, this is very strange <laughs> comments Sally. right now. Will you I, adopt think, I think Sally wants you to adopt her. It's, well, yeah, we got, I just think we're one giant adoption center. Right, we've got 60 seconds before we have to take our next commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how do you get six best-selling books, what's their next one, and how some of this beautiful mojo can run off and rub, rub, rub off on all, I don't know, if you rub each other. Don't stop rubbing each other. If you can't see what they're doing, don't even ask. One of them has a cat. All right, on that note, I'm Forbes Riley. You're listening to The Forbes Factor, Health, Wealth, and Happiness. And today we got all that going on in one giant mix. Don't go away. <laughs> follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel if you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms we have the most unique solution and get this it's fun and takes less than five minutes two times a day developed by fitness hall of fame inductee and tv health expert forbes riley the Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. 
Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Here's Forbes Riley. I like that. It's a good sounding name. All right, so we're here with Sharon and Hank Uloff. Uh, they are America's most adorable coach. What's the title? <laughs> the number one the, the, adorable coach. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, wait. You were voted America's number one coaching team for small business owners. And I'll tell you what, they have a great yin and yang about them. They're both very smart uh, on their own. Fascinated. I've been hanging out with them probably for the last 10 weeks. We've hung out between classes and trainings and a very good yin and yang back. By the way, I love your speaker page. Is that working for you guys? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's cool. Uh, one of the things that we were able to do in your class, you know, we have a six page speaker mailer, mailer. Uh, but we needed the one sheet. And one of the things that everyone listening, uh, it, it, you get to do in Forbes's class is focus some time, invest some time, not spend. Um, you can invest your time on your speaking career. And, and one of the things was a one sheet. Uh, so, so those collateral materials are really important. Absolutely. You know, it, you can't go out and, and get speaking gigs unless the background is solid. You know, your website's there and all of those tools, you know, it's one of the reasons we've written books is because we want those tools as, as sales tools to get us on stages. Yeah, I think it's pretty extraordinary. Talk to me about your onstage career. It's fun. Um, <laughs> we... And one of us likes it more than the other. <laughs> okay. But you were very passionate about doing speaking on stages, on your own stages or other people's platforms? Both. Yes. Uh, we do, <laughs> yes. uh, twice a year, we run the Small Business Breakthrough Bootcamp. It's for small business owners. We, we put their, their marketing plan together in three days. Although virtually we're doing it three hours a day for three days. Uh, and it's for one of the ways it's for people to get to know us, you know, they might want us to be their coach, but we also get to know them. And we, so we, we're having a three day conversation to see if it works together. And it's one of the most effective ways that we have found of filling our funnel when we speak on other people's, you know, stages mm -hmm. uh, and to get our point across. And plus it's just, it's a lot of fun because we both get to go into teacher mode. But now you're not doing that as much as hardly anyone is doing live. Are you doing live events? Are you back? We're doing live on Zoom. Yes. We're not doing live in person, right? Belly to belly, mask to mask, I said earlier yeah. today. Yeah, this, <laughs> That's very this, funny. Month, this month we are doing two three-day boot camps. The first time we're doing them virtual. It, it is wow. the, yeah. Uh, and we'd love to get back to doing them in person in September, but for now they're virtual, which means anyone can attend from anywhere around the country anywhere. really easily. Or the world. 
So three days, what does that look like on a Zoom? Uh, do you want to? It's, it's three hours each day. So it's nine to noon Pacific time, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, the, the first day we talk a lot about mindset and this might sound familiar, starting to get your elevator pitch together. Um, interesting concept. And, and <laughs> we, you know, we talk about who is, we call her Harriet. You know, some, the, the marketing term is your, your, your avatar. avatar. And I just hate saying the word avatar a thousand times. So we call her Harriet. We, we also do, one of the reasons we call her Harriet and we encourage our clients to name theirs is it's really good to have a picture. Who's your ideal client? What does that person really actually look like? Who's your favorite client? Really, honestly, print out that picture and have it sit across the desk from you. So when you're crafting those messages, you're really talking to that person, not to the 150,000 copies of that person. And, and we have several Harriets. We don't just have one target audience, but generically for us, her name's Harriet. Um, named her after my grandfather, but that particular avatar was a female. This explains so a lot was, if your grandfather's name was Harriet, I could stop writing it. was Harry, but that particular, the first avatar was a woman. So it was Harriet, not Harry. So, you know. I just went with it. <laughs> I think that's hysterical. I'm but actually, to... it probably does. So, you know, as we're dropping real nuggets here, actionable nuggets. So one, the structure of their business, two, the idea that when you're crafting a message by email, you're talking to a particular person. I'm not a big avatar fan either, but I do really understand the identity of finding a specific person. Um, yeah. And so you'll do that. And people are cool sitting for three days. Do you charge for this event? Not if they're listening to this show. Right. We, oh. we, have, we have two oh. different funnels. If, if someone would like to pay to come, feel free to go to themarketingevent.com. But <laughs> because you're listening to Forbes and you hear us on Forbes show, you can have the free link. And that's planyourmarketing.com. Wow. All right. Would you guys, um, Sally or Cindy, would you write that there, planyourmarketing.com, before you can pay? If they do want to pay, how much is it? $147. Yeah. Very reasonable. Do you supply lunch? <laughs> you know, when we do them in person, we have a VIP upgrade that does include lunch, but... Oh, I totally get that. And actually, you know, you can technically do that virtually. Think about this. The idea that you set aside an hour with you guys and you tell them the menu or you have them order in or whatever it could be, but there's been very unique ways, kind of like we did for our show, that you can get a bath. Who knows? It's just fun ways to have a VIP upgrade. Why not? Well, yeah. we did. We did. Uh, we did offer it to um, to our attendees. Um, there and I. There is a company. I I won't say them because they're not sponsoring your show. But there is a company that is um, very actively pursuing those of us that do these virtual events to partner with them to do just what you're saying, to have those foods delivered so that- Oh, they really? Oh, well, then we can totally do that offline. I'm actually went to your, I just went to your page. Very nice. Um, do you guys build your own funnels or do you, you farm that out? We do our own. Um, oh. We did farm it out. Unfortunately, we just lost our person that was doing it. She's transformed. She pivoted her business. So she's not doing that anymore. So now we're, yeah, we, I'm back to doing it. I had, I had a first <laughs> conversation with someone I met on Clubhouse Interestingly enough, um, the last person was in Ireland and this woman is in London. So we're going to have a chat with her about funnels uh, because it's, it's one of those things that we want to, we don't want to do them. We want to farm them out. Yes, we all want to farm them out. And the OBM should be in charge of farming them out. Maybe that's yes. another person on the team. Exactly. So she, you know, and, and this last person, she was so awesome. Oh. 
Oh. I'm so bummed that she's changed. Yeah, we're, we're hoping her, she doesn't come up with a real, she wants to create her own courses and we're hoping it's harder than she thinks. So she comes back and does our work. <laughs> I love that. I know exactly where you're going with that. Yes, yes, and yes. all the success in the world. But. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we do miss her. And we did, we, we did tell people about her. So I know she, oh. got, she got business from us as well. But then, you know, things change, life changes. I know it is just, it's kind of funny how this happens. I'm not sure how, yes, there needs to be some giant collective where we just trade people. Like I am going to talk about your person in San Francisco if that's available, because I also want people who are tried and, tried and true. All right, we're going to come to the end of our presentation here. Um, <laughs> it's our radio show. It's our clubhouse. It's our Facebook. It's wherever you want us to be within the sound of our voice. It's not some great nuggets. Forbes, Forbes, Forbes presentation. There you go. All right, something you want to tell our audience, Hank, something you want the people who listen to me very devotedly, that you want them to know, either personally, professionally, whatever it is you think you, they need to know. You can do it. You know, you're, you're going to have days where it just sucks. Understand, we all do have those days, and you can do it. Um, Start to get in, a, you know, we're in a couple of mastermind groups. Heck, you know, get into Forbes's world and get into her mastermind world because. <sighs> there are some phenomenal people in that world. Forbes is phenomenal on her own, but with the, the tribe that she attracts. Yeah. yeah. It's a phenomenal world. And, you know, and, and, if, and if that isn't it, heck, there, there are tons of masterminds. Find it. You know, reach out to us. Oh, well, let, me, let me backtrack for a second. There, I have a large variety of people all around the world who listen to this show. How do you describe a mastermind and what's one of the benefits that you oh, get out of it? Best example, here it is. Um, we were at a two-day mastermind. I, uh, at the end of the first day, there's, there's a, uh, one of the other people in the room, his name's Dan. He helps authors write their first book. And, and we had already written three and I handed him our book. I said, let's trade books. The next morning he came down and said, Hank, I loved your book. You and Sharon ought to write a book about couples working together. And it had never occurred to me, but one of our Harriets are couples that work together. So we need that book as a, as a tool to share with them. So Matt, the power of mastermind had never struck me as strong as it did that morning from, you know, Dan Janelle out of Minneapolis, you know, Minnesota. It's, it's, you know, one plus one can equal seven. I find that everywhere I go. So yes, that's pretty powerful. Um, Sharon, what's something that you think the audience needs to know? You know, one of the, one of the questions that I, I think that you've asked and other people ask is, well, why does this work for us? And one of the reasons it works for us, there, there are many reasons, but one of the reasons it works for us is because when we agreed to, to, add this dimension, the working together in addition to the marriage. One of the foundational things that we had to agree on first is that the marriage is first. The, the business is secondary. If, if the business starts getting in the way and the marriage is faltering, then I, because I have a history of having a job, I will go find another job. Marriage first, business is secondary. Okay, all right, that's a, that's a very, very interesting moment in my life. How do you do that? I work, I love to work, I guess I love, but I also love being in my relationship. The mm -hmm. line's a little fuzzy. How do you unfuzzy it? You, you've heard, well, let's see. <clears throat> Time blocking. That's where I was going to go. At some point, 
the, you, the two of you have to time block some time together where he's not in the gym getting ready for his, you know, his last competition and you turn off everything. clubhouse everything. and everything. I know. Look, there, there are two days a year where we shut everything down. Our anniversary and Christmas. And, and it's wonderful. But even if we go, you know, we're planning a, vaca a, uh, a cruise that we're going to teach on in December. And we'll check email in the morning and the afternoon and the rest of the day, you can't get us. And that, but that works for us, right? Yeah. We're talking about the book, right? That works for us. Other people, that doesn't work for them, right? They, they want it to be off. The, the, the challenge comes when one part of the couple wants one thing and the other couple wants something else. So, for example, if I wanted us to shut down at 5 o'clock, that's it, we're done, no more work, that's hard. and he didn't work that way, that's where the challenge. Luckily, we agree, so it's a non-issue. But there are couples that need to find that balance that, and, where you're both winning, right? And, it's not I'm giving up and you're giving up, right? We need to both win. And you don't work together. So you're both going to have to, at some point, you know, come home for dinner and say, okay, look, for 30 minutes, we are going to share our days together. I don't, look, I'm trying, to, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to negotiate. I already see her going, huh, I don't see how I can do this. Actually, but, you know what's really annoying? Is, I just have to be really honest with everybody right now. It all, you know, I was working a lot. I teach all the classes, all that was fine. And then Clubhouse happened. And I guess <laughs> until I can figure this particular world out, I'm a little screwed. You because know, I'm in love know, with a man who doesn't talk. You know what it comes down to, Forbes? I, I'll, I'll tell you this. When we were, we were working with one client, and he said, here was the key of when I knew I wanted to hire you. You asked me one question. How badly do you want it? And it come, I use it all the time. This is, this is the client said this. I use this all the time. Someone says, I want to go out to dinner. And I think, okay, well, how badly do I want that? And I use it all the time. The same thing is true for you, Forbes. How badly do you want it? If you want Clubhouse more than you want Joshua, just be honest with yourself and with him. But no, no, that's not it. I just want to be loved in every place I can be. Uh-huh. How badly do you want it? How badly do you want it? And and he, <laughs> that, that client had just asked us, you know, he wanted a certain thing. And I said, you're going to have to, you, you know, you're going to have to create content and you're going to have to do that. And we gave him a list and he, and he got that look. I said, well, how bad do you want it? It goes back to that, that there's that video out there. Do you want it more than you want to breathe? And, and I watched that video and it just, but you know, but you know what happened with Clubhouse, and this wasn't really fair because I've got a bunch of people listening to Clubhouse right now, is that Clubhouse came along at a time when one of the things that I don't enjoy is putting quote unquote butts in seats. I love the act and the art of speaking and communicating. And because of Clubhouse, I did just get elevated to be the highlight between Deepak Chopra, Les Brown, Damon John, and Jack Canfield. They just made a little graphic of me, me and I don't even know Jack. Jack and I have never actually met. Uh, I'd like to meet him. You know, I'm in one of his books a long time ago and he needs to know me. That's what that's freaking, that's what I wanted. It's just, it's interesting that it all kind of happened right now. And so the truth is I am not coachable with that moment because I so vehemently wanted both of the things that I've got now more than I can breathe. I wanted Joshua more than anything, but I also wanted this level of success that I'm experiencing right now. And I do think that Clubhouse is not going to stay the way it is for long. I think, and I really tried to express this to Joshua, that we are in fact at the beginning of a movement here. I know that I joined Facebook the day that it started. Uh, I would have done a little bit better. I ended up with 1.8 million fans on my Facebook page. Instagram, I was locked out of it for two years. I didn't care about Instagram. 
If I did, there'd be a lot more followers. Okay. And as I'm listening to all my experts, they're like, look, you really can't take a day off, metaphorically. Um, and so what is it you want? You know, I actually, and, and I think this is where my dilemma comes in. I did take six months off with him and didn't do anything before Clubhouse because he was in the hospital and he was in a wheelchair. And uh, so I, I, and he was the priority. And so it's just an interesting moment of what it means to be, you know, when you get what you wanted, if you got a hundred more clients now, Hank, then you don't probably don't even want a hundred, do you? You want, that's how we overwhelmed. They would, they would go our, they'd go into our group coaching program and then we would select the ones that really need us for the-, the Oh, I'm just, oh, you know what? I'm sorry, it's, we have to wrap up. I love <laughs> yes, you guys. Um, I, I'm Voice America. I oh, I didn't. I was just having my own little fantasy land. I love you guys. Um, I think we're done, yes? <laughs> Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.